Welcome to Bibliophile AF, where your favorite host, Renee, talks about books as they relate to life and life as it relates to books. Get ready, because it's time to get bookish. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Bibliophile AF. I missed you. I missed all of you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us or joining me rather back for season two of Bibliophile AF. Uh, as mentioned, I am Renee, your soon to be, if not already, favorite bookish host. And happy 2023, everybody. I hope everybody had a great start to the new year. Um, you're feeling good. You're feeling productive, not just because it's the first month of 2023, but because you truly, genuinely believe that you can do more and want to do more and just feel good. Feel good about being present and working on yourself and growing and all of those beautiful things. So yeah, I'm feeling really good about the year so far. I'm very happy with the books that I've read so far and looking forward to even more books. Uh, goal of 20 books this year. So fingers crossed that I can meet that goal and exceed it. Honestly, that would be ideal. Um, but either way, I hope that you all are reading and enjoying every page. And yeah, just looking forward as always. <clears throat> so I didn't want to start off the first episode with an actual book. I actually wanted to do something a little different for the first episode. Uh, introduce you to somebody that I talk about quite a bit on this podcast. Uh, some of you may be familiar, some of you may not. Uh, but today we have a very special guest, SP, my partner, my love. Uh, he has accepted an offer to join us here on the first podcast. So uh, yeah, he's here with us today. Say hello, baby. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Well, as mentioned, you've heard me talk about the amazingness that is SP. Uh, for those of you who do know or don't know, SP is short for Shane, but that is my nickname for him. That's what I call him. So anytime you hear me say SP, uh, that is actually who I'm talking about. So yeah, um, I have a few questions for you today. Nothing too crazy. Just kind of wanted to let my audience know a little bit about your bookish style. Um, first question being, what book did you love as a child? What book did I love as a child? Honestly, I remember reading these books about these bears. I don't remember exactly what they The Berenstein Bears? Yeah. Yes, I, really I love those books. those books. Uh, and there was nothing really that stuck with me to the point where hung with me and hung around but I remember that played an impact because here we are talking about it so. yeah absolutely those were the Berenstein Bears were books that I read at the doctors or like the dentist specifically oh, all the time yeah. <laughs> so I I feel like I have a very strong respect for those books because I feel like I really took time to learn every time I always gravitated toward those books every time uh, I was at the dentist so I feel you on that so I actually spoke to your mom and I asked her <laughs> what your favorite book was growing up. And Barney? she said, no, I thought she was going to say <laughs> Barney. I, I honestly did. But she and she wrote me back very quick. Like she she knew what your favorite book was as a child. <laughs> 
so it is actually Salt in His Shoes, Michael Jordan in Pursuit of a Dream by Dolores Jordan. I didn't remember that. His mom wrote that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I that imprinted in me. Yeah. I actually, I ordered the book for you. Amazing. For us. Because I actually book. never heard of the book. Uh, so I, guys, I will post a picture. <laughs> I'll post a picture on Instagram at some point. But yeah, so when she said that, I was like, huh, I feel like I've never heard of that book before. I know he has a few different types of books that people have written about him. Um, but I thought this was awesome. It was his mom that wrote it and then his sister. Um, I don't know if she was part of the illustration process or something. And then another person that was involved in the book was like just a really big fan. Um, so I thought that was cool. And I was like, you know what? I'm ordering this. So... Salt in His Shoes, Michael Jordan in Pursuit of a Dream uh, was what your mom said was your favorite childhood book. I do remember that. <laughs> Even though I let, it, let those memories pass a while ago. Yeah, yeah. And it seems really awesome. Cool. So I'm excited to add that to my kids' book collection. Uh, and maybe I'll even add it to one of the podcast readings. Sweet. Awesome. Well, with that being said, now jumping into your adult life, your current... Uh, what is the best book you've ever read and why? So it's hard to say what is the best book I've ever read because I often don't completely finish the books that I start. <laughs> I feel like that is a, a challenge of mine, but I would say a book that has impacted me positively. Uh, I would probably say the book that you bought me by Sadhguru. Okay. Um, you know, anything that has to do with just the pursuit of, you know, either inner peace or just working towards becoming a better version of yourself, things really, really, you know, catch my attention. And it's hard for me to dive into some certain genres just because I feel like there's a certain level of detachment I feel from mm -hmm. imaginary-esque <laughs> Yes. But... You know, with your help, I'm, I'm learning and figuring it out. Thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, that is the one thing I probably love about us, but it's also, you know, it's just something that really teaches us both to grow in different ways because where you're more reserved and very spiritually enlightened, I equally am very much, like, creatively inspired and you know I'm I'm the big kid for sure in the relationship. I will say that. I'm I'm more of the big kid. I'm going to be singing and dancing and and being the, you know, funny and quirky one whereas like Shane is kind of in the background like she's doing her thing. Let her let her be great. <laughs> I'm referred to as Crankola. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is what I call him, Crankola. And he won't even be cranky, but it's just like I am like being the most in the moment and i'm like come on and then he'll just be like babe it's like six in the morning why are you so jolly right now and i'm like you're right let me just let you get the day started so i feel that understood but yes yeah, Sadhguru, grew i was very excited to get you that book and <clears throat> i didn't even read it yet but i know it's gonna be one of those books and if you're not familiar with Sadhguru, well, i guess how would you describe him how would you Sadhguru was a man who grew up in India and he ended up mastering many things in his life, like in the material realm, 
as well as the spiritual realm eventually. And uh, he prides himself on being a learner from the observer. So he thinks that, you know, lots of life lessons can be learned through just your vision and experience instead of you being told a certain way that certain things are correct or incorrect. He believes that you can attain a certain level of enlightenment or peace, inner peace. He's always preaching his inner peace. If you just allow everything to just be as it is and you don't try to force teachings on on things, he, he feels like if you allow something to blossom as it is, it'll get to where it needs to be. Love that. Yeah, I've watched a few videos with you and uh, if you all, any of you listening, ever have an opportunity to search Sadhguru, um, I think it'll really be worth your time. It's very, like he said, just very spiritually inclined. It's very, very much about peace and ways that we could be bettering ourselves as individuals and um, just, a, just a great, great thing to, to help you start your day, honestly. So check that out. Um, awesome. Check out Inner Engineering. <laughs> there you go. Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. Okay, so that kind of bring you, you kind of answered my next question. Um, you said that you start books, but you don't really finish them. So my next question literally was, what is a book you started but couldn't finish and why? A book that I started but couldn't finish and why? Hmm. That's a tough question. I think what it all kind of comes down to is just me just always trying to be in control of some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and I don't use like the same method in life as I do in reading, but okay. I definitely can tell that I need to finish some books here. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> definitely. I think it's just one of those things. See, for me, where you're more like, laxed in that way like you're kind of like all right it's not my time to finish it let me move forward I'm very much like I gotta finish this book like it doesn't feel right if I'm not finishing it and I actually was reading that I I, I read a lot rather in the bookish community that people you know just feel that you know it's absolutely okay like if you start a book and it's just not resonating with you it is absolutely okay to stop reading the book and come back to it when it makes sense I did that one time I can admit that right here, right now. I did that one time, uh, and I think about this book often. It is definitely sitting in my TBR list. Bookmark is right where I left it. Um, the Pride and the Prejudice. Uh, Pride and the Prejudice uh, is that one book that I started and didn't finish. And it was for no reason other than where I just was at that moment in my life. <clears throat> it just felt like a very intense read, and... I just wasn't ready for it. Like, I loved what I had read so far, and I can honestly remember most of what I read, but I was so caught up in the mix of life that I just, it just wasn't that time for that book. So I think about that a lot, and that's definitely one that I'm like, okay, I have to get back to that, but I'm not rushing that process. So I feel that. It's one of those things where you, you really just sometimes have to feel it. Yeah, I feel like listening to other people read books helps me digest information a little bit easier and just kind of creates a more fluid listening piece for me and i also find that 
you know, growing up, I wasn't really forced to read often. So when it did come time to where I started becoming reinterested in books again, I realized that the things that I was drawn to usually came from something else. Uh, and that would be like, for instance, say, you know, Jordan Peterson, for example, or someone else who, you know, just tries to educate and help, you know, young people try to acquire a better form of life or, or just trying to aspire to be something higher. And I think the internet has kind of created a shift where now we have these long extended durations of, of people sharing their thoughts and their ideas. And I've listened to a lot of this content. And then when I go to read these books about the information I'm into, it's almost like I'm getting the repeated message. Mm -hmm. And although I find the books interesting, I, I tend to lose a little bit of pull due to the repetitious message that I'm hearing. So I feel like the internet has some partial blame. I know it's all on me, but, and I try not to say but, because that <laughs> takes away everything before. Right. But the internet definitely caused a little speed bump in my, my progress in reading books. Yeah, well, and another thing for you too, where is the difference with me, is you are very much a... I do enjoy podcasts, hence why I created one, but you very much love listening to different podcasts and you like uh, audiobooks a lot more too. Um, I have told the Bibliophile Squad multiple times I... I can't do it. I think, honestly, um, David Goggins was the first audiobook I actually listened to, which was with you on our way back from Texas. So I can't. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I say I can't. I can. I just don't feel that I get the same thing that I get from actually reading it. And I think for me, because I'm so deep into every character in every book I read, having read every detail myself from my own eyes just does something different for me compared to hearing it although I do think there are books that warrant that visual or that audio connection as well so I do see the value in that like for example when I spoke about The Little Prince which I've talked to you about that book before um having the visual with the book itself really transformed a lot of the message for me and they were shown in two different ways but you have two different experiences you know with each of those forms of receiving a message basically i get that sometimes i feel as if when i hear the individual who speaks about the things you know and they also wrote about the things mm -hmm. sometimes when i feel the, the level of compassion and uh, just excitement or anything even within the the confines of what they're saying or even how they'll manipulate how they're expressing it to allow you to grasp those really important aspects of what it is that they're trying to help you educate you on I feel as if sometimes if I would just read the book I would get so caught up in trying to digest and understand all the little things that I would never even get to finish the book in the first place because I like to dig into things. I just think when you have a, a teacher available mm -hmm. and they can help you speed through that a little bit, it just makes it more digestible for me. Understood. No, I, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. I feel like that's very true to your character, especially you being one of those people that <clears throat> l 
like like you're a very visual person you like to see everything the movements the eyes the surrounding pictures things of that nature Um, but even with audio like you said just hearing the excitement hearing the passion or the pain even because that has a strong effect on us too um, I, I definitely understand that and that's where I'm like okay should I get more into like audiobooks because like even people like in the community again like they're like oh you should listen to this on audio you know instead of reading it or do a mixture of both I hear a lot of people that read and listen to the book and I'm like really because I would feel like I'm cheating on my book for not having flipped the pages that I'm listening to like it makes me feel weird sometimes I also think when the individual who wrote the book reads their own script you can truly get the most authentic version because when your voice and your mind is is speaking when you're reading, you might convey it or or translate that into a different like meaning or, or something along those lines. And I just really enjoy being able to get it out the, the dragon's mouth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Gives me a more clear picture. I feel. Okay. I respect it. I definitely understand that, and I'll have to, like I said, my time is coming. I'm going to give audiobooks a try, just I don't know when. (laughs) Maybe on our next road trip or something, maybe. Awesome. So next question I have for you is, what are you currently reading, and how is it going so far? So I'm currently not necessarily reading like you would be doing, but re-listening to an audio podcast audio book. Uh, it's called Never Finished by David Goggins. Okay. So basically what we were just talking about, the, the audio audiobook of audiobook version. Yes, but he was actually the first person to do it in a podcast style where he will annotate for you through his own words. Nice. So that actually allows you to get the notes from the the person himself that's what i was saying about really getting a clear concise message sometimes that i feel like is even more clear okay awesome so what do you think i mean you're a big david goggins fan um and even as mentioned that was the first audiobook i listened to with you and i really liked the way that went because it was him with his who was the guy that was narrating I forget his his host's name, but he is also with him on this book. And okay. That, and that first book was called You Can't Hurt Me. Yeah. Yeah, so if, for those of you not familiar with David Goggins, uh, definitely give him a look, uh, a look up. He is an awesome motivator. Um, I think he's one of those that's an acquired taste. Uh, he's very much meant for the strong-minded, uh, for people that are just willing to go far beyond their expectations. Uh, His life story is very interesting. Um, The first book, what I did listen to, uh, was very deep. Uh, A lot of things that he had gone through that really brought him to this place in his life where he just feels limitless is what I get from him. Would you agree? To a certain degree. I think that a lot of his suffering brought him to a place of feeling empty, low, undesirable, pitiful. And through his life decisions, it kind of manifested a certain reality for him. And once he got the calling, he started to pursue things to create 
to to correct the, the more turbulent parts of himself. And then he started becoming one of the most inspirational people, at least through my eyes, yeah. through physical endurance. Definitely, yes. If you've ever seen a guy's video, he is... He, he's, I think he, he's definitely one of a kind. I, I will say he, he definitely moves at his own pace in his own, in his own way on his own path. And it's, it's, it's very enlightening. It's very inspiring and motivational, uh, in this unique way. So would you say that his new book is very similar to the first one? No. So, and I'm going to push back a little bit and say that it's not for the mentally strong people it's for the mentally weak people who want to become mentally strong mm, because like um he's calling out to all the people who are down on their luck who feel like they have nothing to give nothing to offer feel pitiful feel like a loser failure and and they feel like they're alone and isolated but if you you could throw a rock far enough to somebody who could understand what you're going through if you'd just be willing to listen and I think the first book was more about shedding just the ugly truth about his life and some of the things that caused him to develop things like a lisp, um, just start to try to gain validation from his peers through methods like cutting his hair or trying to be the cool kid in, in school. and just really held him back from experiencing a peaceful place and then the second book he gives more of a reflection of the things that happened after the book and also a deeper dive because in this new book not only does he do the annotation he talks about his mom often in this book and his mom actually goes through the book with him yeah. and what makes that like super impactful is because you know growing up him and his mother were beat by his father and um you know they witnessed a lot of a lot of suffering together and they had never came together to talk about it and they chose to have these conversations for the first time on the mic live and recorded wow that's very raw wow i didn't know that that's amazing i did not know that that's how that was set up i'm gonna have to to tune in because I remember you said that you bought the newest book but I haven't heard any updates about it so far but that's crazy so you listened to it twice you said yeah <laughs> that's wild well. that's awesome and how okay so that's one thing that I would like to do as I continue to grow in my reading style my readership whatever you want to call it uh is rereading books um because for me the feeling and emotion that I get from finishing a book or just reading a book that really hits me, and most of them do, um, is oftentimes enough for me. But I also know, and I've heard somebody else say this before too, I think it was like T.D. Jakes or something, like what's more impressive would be not somebody who's read a thousand books, but who has read a book a thousand times, something along those lines. 100%. I agree with that entirely. And parts of me feels like when you listen to a book, it's like putting on training wheels. It gives you more stabilization because your brain doesn't have to work so hard to try to put it all together. And you just have this free flow of someone kind of assisting you with some training wheels or some bowling bumpers or 
or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to speed up the process in some way, shape, or form. So even if you feel like you might miss something here or there, if you listen to that bad boy five, six times, hey, you know. Yeah, and I really believe that you'll get different versions of the same message and it'll hit you in different ways each time possibly or it the initial message will just sink deeper and deeper each time that you listen to it do you feel like that's the case like is that what yes. you're getting and and I, honestly when i find things that i'm drawn towards and i go to read that book i've already in ingested so much material about these ideas and topics through the from these individuals that i often come to a place of like wow i've already kind of heard this over and over and over again like mm. what am i doing back here and it was easier before because i was listening now i'm trying to read it like, <laughs> right you know right right okay i like that a lot and i didn't know like i said i didn't know that that's how he had this second book set up so and you said it's called never finished never finished by so, david goggins okay you might see my picture online i went for like a little i think maybe six seven mile run and you know, he, he has these, he, he sets out challenges for you in both books. So, you know, some people, it's hard for them to cement themselves in, in something and keep that continual practice going. Mm -hmm. And most of what he has learned was through physical trials, which caused mentor, mental turmoil, which allowed him to figure things out. Mm -hmm. And, um... You know, he would do things like, you know, every day when you do your workout, post, hashtag, never finished. And, um, you know, it's just like little things like that that give people just more motivation to put a stamp in like what they did. Not so much to just tell the world everything they did, but just more for themselves to be like, you know, hey, I did this thing and maybe this will empower other people as well. Right. Well, yeah, and I think that that's very big on... The socials just talking about like hashtags and things like that like while social media can be a very negative place it can also be just as positive um in the sense that we're so far apart but can also come together in this way uh and him using that hashtag never finished and just creating that community that's helping uplift those who are trying to get out of that weak mindset and you know fall into that strong mindset and get their life on track to where they need it to be or where it, they deserve to be. Um, you know, it's great that he's creating opportunities for people to do so. You know, I think that those things are huge, even if they feel little and they really do make a difference. For sure. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for answering my questions today and for joining me. I really appreciate you. Uh, was there anything you wanted to say? Bibbly, bibbly, bibbly. <laughs> <Biblio>. <laughs> oh, oh, you hear gosh. that COVID cough? <coughs> um, yeah, if you are tuned into this episode, <coughs> you heard my new jingle. Let me know what you think. I, I'll probably post something about it. He loves the original uh, Biblio jingle at the beginning of each episode, but I wanted to kind of switch things up for the second season. But uh, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Um, any takeaways, any messages, any words of encouragement, enlightenment you'd like to give my listeners uh, before we go? I think for any man who's willing to listen to this, if any, or if any of the women out there are able to get their men to listen to this, 
know that I didn't have the best attitude approaching this, <laughs> just due to me wanting to protect my energy and and just really being uncomfortable with putting myself out into the universe and um, you know just do do what makes you feel uncomfortable because there's something usually good on the other side of that tunnel and I know that by me putting my pride to the side. Not only did I make her happy, but I feel better doing this. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really all I got. So thank you. Thank I'm you. Sorry for. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot <clears throat> or even talked about before I started the podcast was just that, like me getting to a place of feeling like, OK, I really love my privacy. I really love my me time and me reading books is something that I just personally love doing. So getting to a space where I'm now talking to people about it and opening myself up into, you know, other people's lives, you know, it is a challenge within itself. Anybody starting a podcast, anybody doing anything out in the universe, you know, you have to go in with this thought of you're sharing a part of yourself, you know, you're allowing people to tap in to places otherwise that they otherwise wouldn't. So I appreciate you. I know that that was, <laughs> that was a little tricky. You know, I definitely felt that and I wouldn't have taken it wrong if you wouldn't have i mean i would have been a little bummed maybe but you know <laughs> she said a little <laughs> a little a little i would have been bummed maybe for you know a couple couple minutes and then i would have got over it but i appreciate you for just supporting me um and all the the things i'm always coming to you with oh i, I want to do this and what do you think about this but um i know that you know this is something that i really enjoy doing so i appreciate you being a part of it and just supporting me through it you're very welcome Awesome. Well, there you go. There you have it, listeners. Uh, SP in the building. Uh, Hope you enjoyed our little conversation. Like I said, I really wanted you to just kind of meet the man behind the messages that I'm constantly sending to you all, just talking about all the greatness that takes place in my life, you know, and um, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, Next episode, uh, we will finally be talking about my first book of 2023. Uh, the Girls at 17 Swan Street by Yara Zgaib. I apologize if I'm pronouncing her last name wrong, but a really great read. I hope that you can take it on before the next episode uh, and tune in with a little bit more insight. Uh, again, The Girls at 17 Swan Street by Yara Zgaib. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to you about this book. Um, and I can't wait to tell you the backstory on it. Honestly, it was random how I connected with this book and I'm looking forward to sharing my thoughts and just giving you the tea on what this book was about so anyway thank you so much for tapping in today uh and until next time never stop reading see ya love you guys stay black (laughs)